guys see X-Pac tweet this morning and ask if anyone had any of his used ring gear? If anyone had any of his what? Sorry? Can we retry that again with Orin put a little more effort into that sentence? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what, what, what did you say there? I'm not performing. I'm just speaking here Ooh, to my it friends. Like no, you X- slowly dozing off in the middle of that I, one. <laughs> I kind of am. I'm a little dozy. I'm a little I'm a little ozic, no, do, 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 dozific right dozen now. Oh my <laughs> there we go. Sorry, uh-huh. I'm moving out of town tomorrow. You cut me some slack. Um, no, he he <laughs> tweeted this morning that he was looking for some of his ring worn gear. If anyone oh, had any. Oh boy. <laughs> oh man. Well, that's a uh, that's that's kind of a reverse. Uh, yeah, uh, I, I like the, the you know getting the power back to him. I love it. Yeah. I hope, I hope some female wrestlers start doing that soon. Do you think that's because he he wants to get back in the ring? Or do you think that's because could it be something like they want to make action figures of him and they need his old gear to like scan and stuff like that? Or am I overthinking so this? So you're missing something very specific about this tweet, and it's that he was asking if he has if anyone has any ring worn gear from DX. Yeah. So I think that's just like up. It's in the works, baby. They're gonna bring DX back again. They're going into the Hall yeah, of Fame, and so they're probably gonna do something, right? Oh, that's a shame. Uh, they're gonna put all yeah. of their ring worn gear back yeah. on <laughs> one, one last, last time. time. Yeah. <laughs> you know what they're gonna do? They're gonna uh, Colin Colin Jost. He's gonna get the Bronco Buster. Oh, that's what's gonna happen at WrestleMania, he's baby. Rip his asshole. <laughs> he's gonna rip his asshole. Well, he's gonna rip his asshole on Colin Jost's face. Oh. Uh, so that'll be pretty good. That's great. Is um is Scarlett Johansson gonna be on hand for that? as well yes she's gonna watch as uh colin jost is forced to rub his lips against uh <laughs> xbox prolapsed anus and then she's gonna like you know make a, a, a concerned face with her flappy no. flappy mouth and say oh no colin do you th- do you think that his anus is still prolapsed because you would think that he would have had that fixed yeah it might have it might have gone back then yeah it is he just he tapes it he tapes it up yeah. he'll yeah. prolapse it again uh just through this the sheer of excitement of being in the <laughs> wwe Hall of Fame. Do you think? Do you think that when he gets one look at the luscious lips of Scarlett Johansson, mm. uh, that look like a beautiful prolapsed anus themselves, they that, that yum, his, yum, his butthole just opens up and goes. No, I think it will happen as a result of Bronco busting Colin Jost too hard, too fast, too furious. Is that his name? Is that really that guy's I don't name? Know. Yeah. How do you say? Is it? Is it Jost? Jost? Oh, okay. Here's a question for Americans. Okay. You know how Colin Powell was pronounced Colin <laughs> yeah, Powell? that was a big problem. Are all Collins in America pronounced Colin, or was that just Colin? That's no, just that was him. just him. Yeah. That, that was just, just him. him. All right. Because that was a confusing one for a while. And you knew that, I feel like. I feel like I knew it, but then... Well, so. Do you know of any other Colins, or is it is it just Colin? <laughs> um, no, I don't know any other except for like Primo and Epico. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I don't, I'm not even sure if both of them were. But th- I'm not even sure that's how uh, you say that. Right? I don't know. I don't know. It's shit. Col- it's Cologne. It is Cologne. It's Cologne. Yeah, that worked. That was a good bit, Tim. If you had the confidence just to yeah, let it sit, you know? know. We, we don't need okay to be though. criticizing each other's bits <laughs> here. You know, we're all a team. I'm not criticizing. That was actually me supporting Tim and lifting him up on Tom, my shoulders. Here's, here's some confidence for you. Blap, 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 blap. That's me shooting a gun at you. <laughs> hey, come on. <laughs> Wait a minute. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> No, he's taking me down a peg. Mm. <sighs> mm. 
Okay, what are we going to talk about, guys, on this podcast? Well, Tom, you went and saw Captain Marvel, and um, I did see Captain Marvel, and I think we got you know uh, you want to you need to go into the thing about uh, the certain thing you didn't like the cinema sin. Do you want me to? Go in on that cinema oh, scene. Are you gonna do a cinema sins? Yeah, Tom has uh, a cinema sin. I hate to get, I hate oh, to call man. them out. I hate to and call them out. This time it wasn't something he did at the theater. Oh no! Exactly. It's it's an actual cinema sin. Have we started the podcast? Yeah, what is even yeah, we're going here. On? I don't know. We're here and we're proud. I'm hanging we out. We started the podcast. Oh, we're just hanging I, out. I saw the Page movie. Does anyone want to talk to me? Yeah, about we got to talk about that. That's wrestling. I guess that is yeah. wrestling. That is definitely wrestling. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure well, Tom, Tom to thought do... that movie was going to be all right. So I bet that movie was all right. I, I've got zero. I've got zero doubts that that movie was perfectly fine. Tom, friend, friend, a friend, friend, a friend. You you wouldn't have liked it very much. Really? I, yeah. I think I would have liked it. Okay, you don't think so? Well, I mean, like, what are like what standards are you applying to it? Are you applying like? <sighs> here's, what, here's my standards. I like to. I've been to Norwich. So I just seeing Norwich <laughs> on the cinema screen would be satisfying to me. So, so I've been to Orlando, and yeah, okay. I've, I've, there we I've go. lived in Orlando. In fact, I've been and to Orlando. Have you lived in Orlando? I've lived there <laughs> over the past four or five years. I've lived there for a, probably like about two weeks in total. I have dwelled in Orlando. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I don't know. I like. I just it, you. I I respect you too much to think that you would l- like the movie or Okay, okay. Like, but do you think I would actively dislike the movie? No, I don't think you, I think that there are parts of the movie that you would actively dislike. Yes. Really? Okay. Yes. Are those parts with Dwayne DJ the Rock Johnson? Well, I I don't know. Yeah, he's kind of shitty. But but okay. that's a given. Like we know he's shitty in it. Sure. It's, well, tell tell me the good parts. Tell me the good parts. What's the good bits? Um, okay, good parts. Good parts of the movie. Uh, are we giving? Are, is, are, is this a spoiler friendly zone here? Or are we are we spoiling? If yes. let's yeah. announce to the listeners. Hey, listeners, is that has our pod started? Hey, can y'all hear yeah. me? <laughs> hey, hey, Tim. We've got Tim, the spoiler spoiler man. Tim, can you let the listeners know that spoilers are starting right now? Are you go. Spoilers, spoilers uh, up ahead. <laughs> there we go we you can't get us now we cannot be sued now we've officially warned you let's hear them spoil also how the fuck can there be spoilers it's fucking just Paige's stupid life yeah i don't know i don't know maybe you're right well i, I, I figure it, it i figure it doesn't um go like how it really went in real life it's it's hollywood it does not it does not go how it really went in real life and like i in- figure I believe that it did. It, it did go really how it went in real life. <laughs> I believe that it is one hundred percent accurate because otherwise that would be a lie. And WWE is about putting smiles on faces, and that would put a frown on my face if I felt like I was being lied to. So, like, my deal with it is is that like I know what actually happened, and so I feel like I was able to fill in plot blanks that mm. if you were if you were a watcher who had no idea what actually happened. You would watch it, and you would be like, "Well, how did this? How did any of this happen?" Sure. Because so, so, let me stop yeah. right there. Or for um, people that aren't so into cinema like we are, can you tell them what a, a plot blank is? Mm. Well, t- <laughs> plot blank is plot blank is the is the technical term uh, for when there is a what I call a question mark. Mm. <laughs> okay, so when someone so when someone asks a question in a film, that's a plot blank. That's like, <laughs> yeah. Okay. I I think I understand that. Yeah. I don't know. Like no. So so like it just goes from page like NXT is just a place where you try out for the main roster. 
That's and, true. And yeah, so correct. they send her they send her to NXT where she has a series of tryouts for the main roster in NXT in Orlando, which has a beach that okay. they go to frequently, the beach of Orlando. That um, sounds accurate to me. I've sorry, I've been to Orlando and Congratulations, uh, Tom. Pretty sure that they do have a beach. Uh, specifically, uh, Blizzard Beach at Walt Disney World, which is their swimming uh, fun park place. So there are beaches. You're, you're, you're coming off a little, a little boastful. Actually, yeah. very you're, much. You... I don't think I'm coming off as bo- boastful. I think I'm coming off as quite informed. Do you know how uh, much money think... it costs to go to Walt Disney World? And the fact that you've been there so many times, do you know what that says about <laughs> you? I can tell you, I have, well, when we could make we could make this a Walt Disney podcast. That would be good, point, right? I'm surprised you're not even living there, you know? Yeah. Then, well, no, let's, let's, what, okay, there's a way to maximize your Walt Disney time and uh, we should do a separate podcast where I just talk about how to how to how to get the most out of your money about your out of your hard earned cash when should, you go to Walt Disney World. Should listeners. we start that podcast now? If we did, then we'd definitely get Candice LeRae and Johnny Gargano <laughs> uh, as guests. And I think that what would, would be... the name of that podcast be? Oh, um, Disney Mania, uh, Disney <laughs> World Wrestling, <laughs> Disney Do's and Don'ts. Disney D- do- Disney Do's and Don'ts is very good because they because then you could do the you could use the the D you know that 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 signature mm-hmm. D in the Disney logo. Yeah. Oh, that's very good. I'm so I'm so Aaron. I'm so sorry. We've sidetracked from your interesting conversation. Oh yeah. Let's get back to it. Or Let's get back to it. Tell us about that movie. Uh, in the, in the, the movie time it took you guys to talk over me and derail, I was able to. <laughs> Walk out of the room, go get an iced coffee, and come back in the room. Did you uh, really get an iced coffee? Yes, I really did. Where did you get the you, iced coffee mm. from? There's a pitcher of uh, there's a pitcher of cold brew in the refrigerator. <laughs> it has mm. like a Folgers coffee, like the ground, the ground, <laughs> and there's just ice in it. <laughs> and she just that's how she does it. And I and I spit into it to dilute yeah. it, and I call that cold brew. It's more like tobacco. Aren't I would like to apologize to you um, being in such close proximity to in- International Women's Day for us to uh, talk <laughs> over you like that. I would just like to announce that officially that was a, a mea culpa, mm-hmm. and uh, I would like to uh, doff my cap to you. And uh, I'm, I'm gesturing now. Hey, take the floor. Take the floor. There's this a really doffed his cap. Yeah, I'm, I'm gesturing at like there's like one of those stand up microphones. Hey. It's yours. It's yours. Take it. Take it from Thanks. here. Take it from here. Thanks. Thanks, Tom. Thanks, Tom. Um, highlights of the movie were um, real quick. What's the name of this segment? The it's called it's called um, it's called mo- movie movie watch movie watch. <laughs> okay, well, movie watch. That's yeah. okay. Yeah, that sounds good. That's a great thing because you do watch movies. Yeah. It's for watching movies and the people who watch movies. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so, so, so Paige goes to Orlando. Um, she stays in a hotel in Orlando that is, I don't know if it's an apartment building or a hotel, but all of the other hotties from NXT are staying there too. (laughs) Um, they all, all of the hotties and Paige, uh, hang out by the pool together at the hotel Mm -hmm. room in downtown Orlando, which has a beautiful view of the interstate. Here's how Mm -hmm. we know how authentic it is, Orin. Uh, are the walls in the, in the place they're staying, are they just barren? Are they just white walls? Hardly anything (laughs) on them. Correct. Yes. Okay. So that's authentic. That's accurate. Just like just like That's the accurate. NXT superstars live. All right. Yes. Yeah. Um, Vince Vaughn 
is the only man who works at NXT. That's true. There is yeah, only okay. there is only one person who works at NXT, and it is Vince Vaughn. There are no other mm-hmm. trainers in the facility. True. And we learn throughout the course of the movie that Vince Vaughn, they don't use the word jobber in the movie. They mm. call they call them journeymen. <laughs> and <laughs> man, there was a meeting about that, wasn't yeah, there? I didn't know there was a, a fantasy <laughs> element to this movie. Yeah, they use they yeah, they use the words like over and like bump and stuff like that. But mm. like when bump. Vince Vaughn when Vince Vaughn has to explain why he cannot accept Paige's uh, brother into the WWE, he goes, "Listen, you're a journeyman. You're the guy who takes bumps off of the cage for people like The Rock, and then you you hurt yourself and you break your neck and etc." etc and then in the movie as it goes on it reveals that vince vaughn himself is a former journeyman it was vince vaughn and that he once took a bump for the rock (laughs) (laughs) wait wait i want to hear more about how he took a bump for the rock like what how much detail do they go this is the amount of detail the rock the rock tells page that vince vaughn took a bump off of the top of a cage to make the rock look good <laughs> like in the context of a match or just yes or oh, I, don't, okay. I mean i would assume so yes in the context <laughs> of a match so vince vaughn is canon a former wwe wrestler a journeyman that's true who it's true who had a who had who had a top of the cage uh altercation with the rock and they're, they're saying that he was like a like a jobber type yeah he was a jobber he was he was a nobody he was a nobody who is now the only trainer at nxt vince vaughn is like six five i don't think he would be allowed to be a jobber type just because of his height he's and hey don't get me wrong he's terrible to look at he's unpleasant to look at but he's got that height baby and that's all it takes uh, to to get to the top do of the you WWE. like do you feel personally attacked at the idea that somebody is, uh almost your height could be a jobber because it, it shows that you could be a jobber too that's de- there's definitely a personal aspect uh, of it there's definitely, there's definitely a, a personal <laughs> aspect of it uh i i don't think i would be a journeyman if i made the transition to uh world wrestling entertainment um and also i think also just think about reality Who's so like big Cass? He was like a big guy, and he was. I don't know if he would have been like you know uh, a jobber, a journeyman, a journeyman. But who, who, what, who are the other tall boys who ended up being like you know, unsu- you know, startlingly un- unsuccessful in the WWE? I suppose there's been a few um, of them. Well, I mean, one could say right now that Braun Strowman is is journeying, journeymaning out. <laughs> Uh, he's, I think <laughs> a lot he's, lately he's always here's the thing he just has to push over like an emergency vehicle and he'll be right back on top baby that's he's he's set he's set he's safe don't worry about it so can we back up for a second can we back up for a second i have a really important question i'm sorry to interrupt yes please you. yes please. I, I respect i respect what it is you're about to say whatever it is uh but i want to know what we think vince vaughn's gimmick was in the wwe oh oh man swingers right so just a swingers guy he you did, know, yeah. You know he, I mean? he just did wedding crashers in the WWE. He just <laughs> did wedding, yeah, wedding crashers. He was just him and whoever looks most like Owen Wilson. Or <laughs> was who was it in Swingers? Was it John Favreau? It was John Favreau, right? Never saw it. You never saw it. Yeah, I haven't seen Swingers either. Uh, yeah, just doing that kind of that kind of thing. You know, uh, I decided to look up what cage matches The Rock has done, and he's done a good handful of them. So here's a couple yeah. of people that Vince Vaughn could have been. Uh, mm-hmm. he could have been Triple H. Well, no. <laughs> he could have been Stone. He could have been Stone Cold Steve Austin. Absolutely not. He could have been Shane McMahon. Mm. 
That's plausible. Okay. Is there any the way you could have been Bill DeMott? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think. I don't think he and The Rock ever did. He and the no, he and The Rock never would have. Did The Rock and Bill DeMott ever have a cage match? <laughs> they ever have a cage? Oh, they never had a cage match. The last one I have here, which seems a little dark, is The Rock and Big Boss Man. <laughs> I can see it. Vince Vaughn Man. It works. I appreciate Steve because here's another aspect of of the movie that you'll find interesting. Guess who told Paige that she was being called up to the main roster? Definitely Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Right? Dwayne the Rock Johnson. <laughs> Dwayne the Rock Johnson. <laughs> DJ? Yes. Why would she, DJ have called her? <laughs> she was she was paged. They were at WrestleMania. They got uh, they got to she got to go to WrestleMania as a treat for doing good in NXT, and uh, she was called into Dwayne the Rock Johnson's private suite at WrestleMania, which was filled with sushi. And cheat day, baby. Don't tell Hook. <laughs> and what so she, she 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 stood alone in the room uh, watching watching WrestleMania from the private suite, and then Dwayne the Rock Johnson comes in and uh, calls her parents on a cell phone to tell them that she is going to make her debut the following night on Monday Night Raw. Okay. Um, and so at the end of the conversation, she thanks him for yes. promoting her to the main roster. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Everything checks out, yeah. Mm-hmm. This all makes sense. And then he and then he turns to Vince Vaughn, who's standing alone in a hallway, and mm-hmm. implies that Paige has him to thank for her being <sighs> called up to the main roster. It was, Vince it wasn't does the rock. not exist. Like Vince McMahon does not exist in the context of this film. The two people sure. who make decisions in the WWE are Vince Vaughn and The Rock. I mean, okay, so Aaron, I know that you're a subscriber to Dave Meltzer's Wrestling Observer newsletter. So mm-hmm. you think you're in the know, you think you know what's going on, but realistically, is there any way that, you know, it, it couldn't be The Rock and uh, Vince Vaughn? Like, you know, this sounds believable. And yeah. like, you know, we're we're not we don't work for real world wrestling entertainment, okay? That's just possible. Yeah, sure. Hands in the air. It yeah. sounds entirely plausible. Yeah. You know? Oh no, I'm not taking I'm not taking issue with it yeah. at all. Because to be so to be like you know essentially like you know the you know uh, the one who decides who's going to be on WrestleMania who's going to be a big star what's the most important thing that you need um, according according to the movie that I watched last night you need um, a special spark you need a special no something. no oh no 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 the one who <laughs> to be the person who decides who's a star oh well okay uh, to to de- who decides who's a star yeah you... I'll, I'll, I'll tell you you need okay. a working set of eyeballs. And oh, we know that okay. Vince does not have a weapon. Yeah, that's, that's true. That's two things he does not have. Exactly. <laughs> he just doesn't have them. Dwayne The Rock Johnson, pretty sure. He pretty might. sure he's got he to go. Might have yeah. yeah. Completely, yeah, completely all set there. Do, who wants to know who ha- who made cameos in the movie? Me, me, me. Yeah, I want to know. Thank oh, you. Oh, wait, can I guess? Tim, I do you want to know who made forgot. cameos in the movie? Oh, it doesn't matter if I want to know or not, really. No, it, it absolutely does matter. Because if you throw a veto in here, then I will not tell anyone. Oh, oh Tim, come God. on. Tim, why does Tim have why why oh, did we so give Tim this power? Why so did we give Tim this power? Is it just Tim <laughs> no, who has like veto rights? No. Oh. This is so much. Oh, come on. This is okay. way too much. Okay, come I just on. don't oh. oh Okay, I just nobody get mad at me. Please. Oh Tim. Please tell me we're gonna be friends after this. <laughs> I will I will still respect you. Tom? Yeah. Socks? Will y'all still be my yeah. friend no matter what the outcome is? Here? I'm not making any promises. I'm not making any promises. I'm still the frustrated. The world is watching. Yeah. <laughs> the, world, the world is watching. Okay. God. 
Oren. Yeah. Tell us those fuck it cameos. Yes. 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 First cameo is Seamus and the Big Show. In the same scene? In the same scene, interacting so with one big. another. There's so much of them. You can yes. only see them in IMAX. What kind of things did they say? <laughs> okay, they were they were at catering together and cool. they were like criticizing each other's food choices. And uh, Paige came up and for some reason grabbed four hot dogs out of the warming tray. <laughs> <laughs> Uh-huh. And then, and then Big Show um, dunked on her for having so many hot dogs, and said something to the effect of, uh, "Don't you know what's in those?" Uh-huh. <laughs> Not that she had so many, just that. They're, but they're what gross. a what a terrible yeah. food choice uh, for her to make. The what did Paige other, say? What did oh, Paige, Paige say? I don't know. Paige didn't say anything. She just she she had uh, an armful of hot dogs. She pulled sure. out some mustard from the mustard shop and uh, <laughs> squirted them on. Yeah, some some famous Norwich mustard. Uh, mm. Another another exciting cameo was the Miz. Mm. Oh. How many hot dogs did Paige have in this cameo? Mm-hmm. Zero dogs. Really? Zero dogs. I was expecting but it to be like exponential, like it keeps getting larger. Yeah. Zero it's dogs. It's a little frustrating. Here. But it is implied that The Miz is a huge star. <laughs> because <laughs> the, Miz, the Miz walks by the people from NXT who have been given the gift of going to WrestleMania as, as uh-huh. a gift for doing good at NXT. The Miz walks by all of the NXT people and they all go, oh, whoa, that's the Miz. Wow. That's the Miz. Oh my God. Big star. Hey, I've got a I have got a question. Um yeah. so the fake NXT people, is it all babes or are there some hunks as well? Are there some like NXT hunks? It's all babes and there are like a couple of of hunks. There are like two Really? Yeah, the the hunks they don't really focus on the hunks at all. They, oh, there's the hunks shame. are oh, no hardly thank you. there. Yeah. Um, but it's but the rest of it is babes, and uh, Paige insults them and calls them like tits and ass right. at some point. Mm. Yeah, they're and, yeah. Um, yum, yum. She's not like most girls. She's not like most girls. And then there is a poignant scene where one of the one of the babes reveals that she has a daughter, and that <gasps> she is in NXT so she can put food on the table for her daughter, <laughs> <laughs> like Lacey, like Lacey Evans. <laughs> Yes, correct. Are any of the other NXT babes uh, troops, like former troops who have become NXT superstars? <laughs> I wish. Pay the bills? No, the, only, the only babe we learn about is the one who has a daughter. Who would that be? Okay, so I assume that, like, are there any, like, direct, um, obvious, like, parallels of, like, um, real NXT superstars who are meant to line up with the fake babes? None. No. I would no. say that maybe one of them is maybe supposed to be sort of like Summer Rae barely mm. hey, okay all right. um but no they're all like they're all like fitness model looking people there is in there is in the scene where they have their tryouts to go to wwe a person who's dressed exactly like pete dunn <laughs> <laughs> like it's a guy with like long blonde hair who's wearing pete dunn's exact outfit <laughs> okay <laughs> is he british uh yes he is oh man that's probably that's probably a dunk that's probably a hard dunk on old pete keeping him how, uh, keeping him humble how old is he back then He's not an old boy. He's, he's a, not an old he's boy. A baby he's boy. a young boy. He's a, he's a young boy. boy. Pete Dunne is boys? currently 25 years old. And he would mm-hmm. When was that movie set? I don't know, like five years ago? Five Four years. or five years ago? Five, yeah, yeah. It's timeless. Mm. It's a timeless story. When did Paige get called up? I'm going to guess 2014. I'm not confident in that at all. Hmm. 2013? 2013 or 2014? 2013. It was 13. I guarantee it was 13. I can feel it in my bones. That's a guarantee by Tim. 
Guaranteed mm. by Tim. 2013, guaranteed. Mm. Socks, it shouldn't be that hard to find out. Mm. No, that's true. Socks. <laughs> 2013. That's true. Is, okay, yeah. that's good. Yeah, actually, yeah. I there believe it's 2014. Either way. Yo, it's 2014, Wait, no. April. It's not either April way. April 7th, 2014. That's correct. Okay, that's what I said, so it's right. He said okay. tw- I'll tell you this. This is bullshit. When Paige was, according to this movie, and I've forgotten what real life, I, I don't remember anymore how Paige called up in real life, but I do know that in the movie, she seemed not to have any idea whether she was winning or losing <laughs> when she went into okay. the ring. Um, suddenly what before had been, uh, depicted as a scripted, uh, sports battle was a real fight mm. where she was for real fighting, uh, Selena Vega as AJ Lee and seemed <laughs> mm-hmm. shocked and delighted when she won the championship that night. She had sure. no idea. Yeah. And that's just how it is yeah. in the WWE. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What are you trying to imply, Arn? Oh, no, no, no implications. No implications. Somebody's been listening to Ronda Rousey a little too much. Uh, Oh, my goodness. Speaking of famous women. uh, 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 I've got a question. Were there any any cinema sins in this, (laughs) in uh, Fighting With My Family? You're going to have to explain to me, Tom, what this is. What is this? What is this? (laughs) A cinema sin is when there's something in uh, a movie which is inaccurate or incorrect or just something so bad that it's a sin. Yeah. It's and simple. surely this isn't talking about like little minuscule things that are pointless to even debate. No, I'm talking big things which make you feel. <laughs> wow, that's the that worst very good. slide was well, like in my life. I can do it again. I can do it. Again. Can do it. Yeah. I'm talking about anything in a movie which makes you feel. <laughs> Is that the right way to do it? Or let me see how it goes. No, up would be wrong. No, no, no that okay, makes that's... you feel happy. Yeah, so Is it happy? <laughs> so is this like is this anything at all is this something that could have happened in the movie theater during the movie or is it something within the actual <laughs> yeah, movie so, itself yeah while you're watching the movie if you just like point your finger up and go ding the entire thing stops and lets you talk for a second <laughs> yeah if you go cro- no if you go cross-eyed during the film and then suddenly you feel this you feel this noise <laughs> reverberating in your belly <laughs> baby that's a cinema sin right there that's how you tell <laughs> Okay, yes, there was a cinema sin. Oh, yeah. There was a cinema sin. There was a cinema sin. Give us that cinema sin. There was a character in the movie who was a blind boy who Paige's family were teaching how to wrestle at their wrestling school. And the only time they showed this blind boy, every single time they showed him, he was sitting alone on a swing set staring off into space. Oh, no. And the bus, yes, and the bus... That Paige's family used to pick up children who attended their wrestling school would pull up behind his swing set and honk for him, where he was always uh-huh. swinging alone on the swing, uh-huh. and he would go get inside the bus. Okay. Now that, ladies and gentlemen, is a cinema sin. <laughs> and, and just a, a single cinema sin can ruin a whole movie for yeah. you. It can. Yeah. And in this case, it in this case it did for me because. Yeah. They're who who is who are his parents? Who is watching yeah. him? Why is he only on a swing set? Now, Tom, have you experienced any cinema sins lately? Uh, you want to talk to me about cinema sins, Tim? <laughs> Don't get me started. <laughs> I'm uh, going so to. I wa- so this week was obviously uh, International Women's Day week, and to celebrate <laughs> that, I went to see the film Captain Marvel. Uh, mm. And uh, interestingly enough, there's a scene in that which is uh, set in 1989, 
and the uh, you see the eponymous hero uh, and an arcade cabinet. Uh, of course, the problem is the arcade cabinet is Street Fighter Two, uh, which we all know only only came out in 1991. Oh, so that right bother. there is a cinema sin. Ah, that. <laughs> Talk about just throwing a movie away. It was frustrating, yeah. <laughs> you see that and you just immediately feel insulted as like a, a, a viewer. Right, and, right. And uh, it kind of undermined the whole experience for me. But, but um, How did you yeah. react in the cinema as you were seeing that? He played his slide whistle. I, yeah. I played my slide whistle. There was no, there was like a little <laughs> disbelieving smirk, like, <laughs> who let that happen? <laughs> Which of the chumps over at Disney HQ missed out there? Yeah. Uh, and then I just filed it away in my uh, movie brain knowledge, and uh, I just made sure to uh, put it on record. So I'm going to add that to the IMDb goofs uh, page <laughs> later today. Did you think to yourself immediately, I can't wait to talk about this on the podcast? Oh, absolutely not. No, no, I no, I honestly like so cinema sins. Like I take no joy in reporting on cinema sins. No one does. Uh, but I feel like it is, you know. A, you have a certain responsibility to let people know. Yeah, you're duty because, bound. Duty yeah, bound. Exactly. Realistically, they should have like little cards that they give to to you when you go into a movie, uh, letting you know of all the cinema sins, so you won't be shocked, <laughs> you won't be taken aback, you'll be prepared. Um, but uh, yeah, that was that was a big one, a big one. Tough to get past that one. Uh, what what, hmm. what uh what cabinet would you have replaced it with to fit the time period? Gosh, uh, well that's the weird one. Like they have like later on in the movie, they have like a centipede cabinet, mm. which oh, she is could have just been playing centipede. They could have been playing centipede, and that would have been a nice callback. But, yeah. Um. I think I'd, someone had a had a real uh, a real hard on. Hate to say it, ladies, for uh, <laughs> Street Fighter Two. No, it is International Women's Day, and we've got to be sensitive. Uh, so uh, they just wanted to get it in there, but uh, it didn't make sense. Didn't make sense. I'm, I'm sorry that happened to you, Tom. Did you drink okay. anything as you watched this travesty take place? Ye- did I drink anything? Yeah. Did Did you have a sip of anything? I didn't. <laughs> well, I did have a drink. So here's the thing, listeners. Uh, at the movie theater that I like to frequent, they no longer do cherry coke, which is my my beverage of choice for any any movie watching experience. That's atrocious. I'm sorry. A cherry coke? No, I'm sorry that you can't experience that. Anymore. Oh, socks! I'm so sorry. I was prepared to have a fight. I'm with you. on your side. Okay, all right. Hey, Shut hey, the fuck you can up. settle the fuck down. <laughs> all right, sorry, Tim. So the drink that I had was it was a half Pepsi, half fruit punch because that's the closest. <laughs> <laughs> Because that's the closest approximation I can get to cherry coke. I'm not on your side anymore. That is dastardly. (laughs) All right, okay, all right, all right. Here's the thing. Okay, here's the situation I'm in. At the movie theater, here are the beverages that I have available for me. So the the situation is I want a cherry coke. What I have available to me is Pepsi, Diet Pepsi, (laughs) ginger ale, Sprite, and fruit punch. Now, is Pepsi and... Is half Pepsi, half fruit punch not the closest approximation? Like, like I'm seriously no, asking you, here. Not half and half. Maybe, maybe mo- like uh, 80-20. Yeah. Maybe that would have been better. You know what? That's the thing. Like, genuinely, that was a problem. Because when I saw her pouring it, she started with the fruit punch. Oh, wait, hold and... on. So you had to ask her to make this for you. <laughs> yes! <laughs> I had to ask another human being, uh, yeah, can I get half Pepsi, half fruit punch? And I saw her start with the fruit punch. And she kind of like, uh, as she was pouring, she kind of like smirked and said to me, oh, like cherry Coke, right? And I was like, yeah. Uh, but in the, process of, in the process of her smirking, uh, she kind of like, you know, got a little haphazard about it. 
And I think I probably ended up with about like, you know, close to 65, 70% fruit punch wow. and 30% Pepsi. So what the fuck are we even doing there, you know? Yeah. Um, so yeah, but no, you're right. I should, I should have been like more precise with the, mm. uh, the, the measurements and said probably, probably like 75% Pepsi. Or maybe just don't, <laughs> don't get her to do that. Just get a regular ash drink. <laughs> no, I'm not going to just have a Pepsi because I want it. I want as close to a cherry Coke as possible. Oh, all right. <sighs> I, I'm not going to give you hell about this, Tom, because I think it's cute. It, like <laughs> it really, it's a window into your mind. That it's a good window. That these these are like these are two blocks that you can substitute for one another. This drink mm. is red, which is the color of a cherry. <laughs> yes. yes, exactly. No, it's not like I'm not okay. I'm under no pre- pretense thinking that fruit punch equals cherry. I'm just saying in the situation, because what am I going to do? Pepsi and like, what if I did like Pepsi? Like, okay, seventy percent Pepsi, twenty percent uh, Sprite. 10% ginger ale. Gross. Like, yeah. what would that end up being? Why you know you, what I mean? Why would you do that? Here's what you do. Out of all the choices you had, the best, if you were going to mix, the best mixture would probably be Sprite in the fruit punch. Ooh, but hello. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. That you know what? I, good. That does sound good. I should probably have that. Well, yeah, I know what you mean, but I'm a, I'm a stickler for tradition, and my tradition is cherry Coke, so I'm just, uh, that's my focus. In the future, do you plan on bringing some uh, proper drinks to mix with your drink? <laughs> um, what, you mean like al- alcoholic beverages? No, I'm thinking like a carton of milk. A carton of milk? I don't know. Oh, no, are you talking about soda milk? <laughs> Are you trying to turn this into a soda milk podcast now, Socks? Well, yeah, I mean, obviously. <laughs> oh, no. Did, did y'all know, I, I hate to go off the rails here, did y'all know that after people run marathons, they give them chocolate milk at the end of the marathon? Yes. Yeah, that stops you from <laughs> really? sweating. It clogs your pores. The fuck is that about? They give you Ugh. chocolate milk and then a little bit of Coke in order to, like, mix it in your mouth. Don't you just, You know like, what, as well? Barf? Like... Like, here's the, here's the thing. Like, that chocolate milk is probably not going to be that cold. Because mm-hmm. like they're, how they're, how they many leave it out? Well, they, they're going to have to leave it out because think about how many, how many marathon runners there are. Like how many you know how much refrigeration you'll you'll need to kind of keep it at a good temperature. That's going to be close to lukewarm chocolate milk after you've run you know twenty four miles or however. Which long is, it is probably the best way to have it. Oh, <sighs> that's the worst way. Oh, but no. I mean, you're out there running, your bones are clanging around. You need to coat <laughs> your coat your bones with a little milk. That's, that's true. true. Yeah. True. Yeah, you do need to boost it up. Yeah, that makes sense. You are just sort of like you're the milk is absorbing back into your bones and and like puffing them up into regular would bones. You, would you be happier if it was just plain milk, Arn? Mm, no, I'd be I'd be <laughs> equally unhappy if it was plain yeah. milk. I can't say I'd be thrilled either way. Oh, hey guys, hey, should we do some questions? Yeah. Now, Tom, I, I would like. Do you hate milk, Tom? Do you hate milk? Do I hate milk? No, I don't hate milk at all. I do like you, milk. Do you drink it? Regularly? Do I drink it uh, very infrequently? Um, oh, I don't think... I haven't had a glass of milk for... Right. I'd probably know more than a couple of months, well, but so I've, had, I've had a glass going of Going forward, I'm going to try to get you to drink one glass every day. I'm going to I'm gonna DM you and say, Tom, don't forget your milk, and uh, we'll report back <laughs> on the next podcast. I don't want to have a glass of milk. Why do I need to have a glass you're of milk? You're going to have a glass of milk because you're bones. So you don't get osteoporosis, yeah, Tom? Yeah. You have to coat your bones, Tom. You have a lot of bones. I don't coat your bones with the milk, Tom. Why am I? Why am I being singled out here? Well, because I, I figure we all, uh, all of us, drink our milk. Yeah, this is just a way to keep you in check. I don't. I don't drink drink, oatmeal, right? I do drink oat milk. That counts. counts. Are you going to make Orin drink a 
big ghost, a big glass of oat milk every day. Yeah. It's <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Oat milk. I said oat mill, so it's oat milk. <laughs> oat meal. Oat meal. Okay. Which is the yeah. same thing. Yeah. Yeah. I call it O milk because it's orange milk. It's no. <laughs> <laughs> That's what Oprah would call her her branded milk as well. Uh, orange milk is a different thing. That's a different thing. That's, <laughs> not that's sure, something else. Not entirely. sure I get it. Not sure that's, I understand. Yeah. What's it's what she calls her piss. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, guys, can we do some questions? Yes, yes please. All right, let's do some questions. It's time for questions. Oh, I didn't if like you want to. I'm sorry. Listen, my throat's still like down there, so I don't know. I it's keep down it there. down there. That was bringing it up. You liked it? No, I didn't like it. I was saying that you're saying you're <laughs> you're saying that was you you're saying your throat is down there as yeah. justification for that. No, well, no, thank you. It, it's uh, it's it's like it's at a low place. Keep it. At, I don't know. Do do the opposite of whatever. That, that, it's that time was. for questions. No, that's worse. No. Right. Yeah, let me you try. Know, I, I let like me try. It. It. Yeah, go for it. Yeah, let, let him try. I'll do it my uh, Bradley Cooper shallow voice. Here we go. <clears throat> okay, good. Now it's time for questions. <laughs> <laughs> Not bad. Not bad at all. If you want to send us a question, you could call us seven three seven four Hey WOA. You can send us an email <laughs> wrestlingonair@gmail.com. Or add us on Twitter at Wrestling On Air with the SWI hashtag. Our first voicemail is unnamed. Hello, I'm calling on behalf of a third-party podcast that I'm aware cannot be named. Good. <laughs> I have a question, though. In 1997, former wrestler WWE Mark W. Calloway was taken to task for some of his racial attitudes, and he responded with this, quote, You have to understand that The Undertaker... He's not the white savior because I don't recognize color. I'm not white. I'm not black. What I am is the reaper of wayward souls. End quote. Stirring words, to be sure. But The Undertaker is now mostly retired. Kane is now mostly retired. Another man known to be a deep thinker. Who do you think styles themselves the Franz Fanon, the racial theorist of the locker room? (laughs) And what do you think they have to say? My money's on Dolph Ziggler, and I don't really want to repeat what I think he has to say. Yeah. But I'd be interested <laughs> to know your thoughts. Thanks. Have a great night. Oh man, I, I'm leaning Corey Graves almost immediately. Yeah. <laughs> he, so what? I, I let me maybe let's make sure I understand the question. So is it the wrestler who is not is very vocal about not seeing color, or who is what? What? I'm, I'm confused. What is the question? The Undertaker saying he. He doesn't see race because he, he doesn't is see race. an amalgamation of all the souls. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Okay, that's yeah. So who backstage right now kind of sees herself as that? Yeah. Okay. All right. That's what uh, I thought. I just want to make sure. Aaron, are you still there, Aaron? Yeah, I'm still here. Um, I know, I know they just fired uh, TJP, but um, <laughs> oh yeah, I really yeah. feel like that would be the, my answer. Yeah, that would be a good one. Um, because he he he's Filipino, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think that, like, I think that. No, well, I'm not no, saying anything. I'm just saying he is. I'm just. Hey, we're just confirming. Just confirming. No, no, this, facts. this is this is more. This is more touching on his um, uh, his activities as sort of like a like a meninist type of guy. Yes, you know? of course, yeah. right. Um, and I think, and I, yeah, he's a meninist, and you know, you know about meninists and yes. their other predilections when it comes to things like race. Uh, so, so I would extend that and say further that that TJP just, uh, you know, he's. He's the sort of person who doesn't see color. 
yeah. or yeah, yeah, mm. that's what I think. But he's fired. He's he's Just fired. Like Matt so so this doesn't even count. Yeah. Well, like, he, who, don't listen who, to me. Who wants to keep the po- who wants to keep the politics out of wrestling? I guess is the question. You know, <laughs> and I think I think Corey Graves would be a very good one. He makes a lot of sense. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. Uh, we could just say Corey Graves. Let's take another question though. While we're, while we're on a roll, <laughs> our next question is an email, and it comes from Noel. Noel asks, "I feel like y'all should see this, and it is you have the picture. We have the picture. The listeners right? don't. So in the for." No, I know. The, I'm just asking. I know, but for the theatre of the mind, I'm going to describe it to the listeners. So <laughs> it's a it's a picture of CM Punk back in probably 2014 when he was aligned with Paul Heyman, and he's wearing a T-shirt for I assume it's a band called the Crow Mags. So it says Crow Mags. Then mm-hmm. it's got like the "Don't Tread on Me" like snake uh, thing underneath. Mm. Uh, so I think that that describes it. And uh, and Noel asks if. Uh, She's curious if he even knows about libertarianism or Ayn Rand and that kind of shit. Or or if he just thought it was a cool t-shirt to wear. (laughs) Is CM Punk a libertarian sack of total shit? What does CM Punk know about? These are the questions. Thank you for your time. What does CM Punk know about is a very... It's a very, very good question. Now, I don't... Now, I wonder. Now, okay, Oren, Oren, you you and I are, are the elders of the podcast. We are. And I remember, as when I was in my like you know late teens, early twenties, there was a lot of people who were very big into being into the hardcore scene, into you know that kind of music and that kind of uh, you know those sensibilities. Yes. And a, a lot of those T-shirts and a lot of that iconography was kind of muddled and seemed to have the people. They seemed to have like you know political stances, and they seemed to have there was a lot of crossover between that and like all kinds of things, like you know anarchists. And, you know, libertarians. And it just seemed like a real hodgepodge. And, like, it seemed yes. like these people didn't know what was going on. Yes. Um, so I feel like that's what's going, on, what's going on with CM Punk. Like, he just knows that this is a provocative, like, image. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if he knows anything. <laughs> I, like, I think that uh, CM Punk maybe, like, I mean, I don't know. I don't think he actually listens to punk music. Like, I think that... I think that that's a safe bet is that he doesn't actually listen to it, but I think maybe he got this Chromax shirt and is like, hey, this is a punk band. I'm a punk. Yes. Um, and, he, and he put the shirt on. I don't <clears throat> think that he is educated enough to understand the iconography on the shirt. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that CM Punk is the type of guy, yes, as, as, you, as, as you touched on, who likes the feeling of having beliefs. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Now I and I now I'm if he doesn't li- listen to if he doesn't listen actually listen to punk music I'm with him because it's just an awful lot of noise isn't it It's just you know who would listen to that nonsense Yeah Are you familiar with the Chromags Oren? I I am yeah I'm I am marginally familiar with the Chromags yes yes What do they sound like uh, it's music. I don't know. Just an awful lot of noise, um, I imagine. Probably. Yeah. Just right? a just a just a cacophony. Yes. Just an Tom. awful lot of noise. What, what is a what is what's music that feels good to your ears right now, Tom? What's feeling Ooh, good to you? Hall and Oates is good. Um, yeah. Any kind of uh, there's a lot of like good like eighties like British um, like you know kind of manufactured pop which is just it just sounds mm. good. 
just good music. I'm, I am very, I am very into like to eighties like British synth pop right now. Yeah, like, I'm li- yeah. I'm yeah. Listening. yeah, me too. That's the yeah. good stuff, really. That's it just is. that's just like good sound and music, which is just help holds up. And you know what? They keep the politics out of it. They don't have any. Be- <laughs> they don't have any beliefs. <laughs> so I'm go- no, I'm going to appeal nobody. to all our listeners. Just keep the politics out of it, okay, guys? We're here to have a good time. Um. Is, so is the so were the Cro-Mags, were they big libertarian guys? No, 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 I don't think so. Um, I, I don't think that they they were necessarily that. I think they were just like a hardcore like like thrash band. Mm. I don't know. Um, I'm on their Wikipedia now, and it says that they're Hare Krishnas. Oh God, they're just desperate for anything, <laughs> aren't they? They're just like searching around for an identity, grabbing at straws, thinking what looks cool, what sounds fun. I I did find a Reddit thread that's titled "Is there any right wing libertarian punk that isn't Nazi shit?" And someone does recommend <laughs> the Crowbacks. There we go. There we go. That's Orin as well. That's what Orin likes. Yeah, that's uh, me. Bigger question: What does CM Punk know about? <laughs> what like what does CM Punk know what about? Does CM he knows. Punk know about? What does he know about? He knows about um uh the the marvel universe he knows about he the movies he knows yeah. about right. the movies that you go and see at the theater tom he knows yep. about hockey um, probably he knows about hockey he knows, he knows about, about i bet hockey. he knows about yeah. like baseball or something i feel like, like he just knows about uh, he knows about everything that every other 40 year old man knows about yes yes he knows about like he knows about like joe rogan's podcast or something like he knows about he knows about stand up specials on netflix yeah. He knows he knows about like whatever the like the insipid like Amazon Prime dramas are on right now because that's what he watches with his wife and stuff. He, um, do you think so? Yeah, oh for sure. Yeah, he's watching like uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Is that who watches those things? Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah, CM Punk loves the marvelous Miss Maisel. The marvelous I guarantee Miss Maisel. I fucking guarantee, guarantee you that CM Punk is watching Marvelous Miss Let Maisel. Let me look I- this up. I'm gonna well, I'm blocked by CM Punk, so I'm gonna look for AJ Lee Maisel and see if I find anything. Uh, <laughs> all right, oh, this is gonna take more work. All right, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, you can abort this if you want. You can just no. not. <laughs> no, I'm doing it. AJ Mendez is her name. No, the AJ Mendez Maisel. Nothing. All right. So maybe not Marvelous Miss Maisel, but I bet that she watches the others. Oh, I think that answers the question. Let's move mm-hmm. on. Our next question comes from Joel. Joel asks, number one, why do I think all wrestlers who throw a European uppercut are good? <laughs> number two, who would win in a physical fight? Conrad Mortgage or an angry house? Conrad Mortgage is just, that's one of the funniest things I've heard. That's, re- that's really good. <laughs> um, do you think Conrad Mortgage, do you think he's got any, like, house, like, do you think he's got any, like, house maintenance abilities? Like, do, would he know how to renovate a house or, like, destroy a house? Or is he only involved on, like, you know, the... You know, the, the financial side where he's, like, selling, buying and selling houses. He's a paperwork yeah, he's a paperwork guy. I gotta, I gotta say, like I, I, I've forgotten what he actually looks like, and in my mind, he's now been replaced <laughs> by the general. <laughs> what? The general from like uh, the, from the, the commercials. What? That's so. Conrad Mortgage doesn't look like the general. He does now. <laughs> he looks like fucking. Who's the who's the guy who was in like the Cannonball Run films, like Dom DeLuise? He looks like that guy. 
That's why. No, you're not he's a, he's he's like a poorly rendered like like animated like commercial character now. <laughs> he's not at all. No, I res- I respect the general because the general has like good facial hair. He's a military man. Uh, he's, <laughs> he's a military <laughs> Conrad- man. Yeah, Conrad Mortgage is just this guy in a big suit. You know, Conrad Mortgage. <sighs> Oh, when you when you search Conrad Mortgage, uh, you do see a lot of pictures of Ric Flair. So I that's, think that's yeah, him. Well, yeah. Well, we know why that is, don't we, listeners? Uh, because he's in relations with he's what in relations with Ric Flair's beautiful daughter. Oh yeah. yeah. That's true. Uh, is it is it like is it sexual or do you think he's just helping he's, her get a house? Hmm. Hmm. Those could, those could be the same. They could be the same. People could be I mean, into sure houses. It could be. Uh, also on European uppercuts, that is an interesting thing, isn't it? Like it is. It's like Brian does them. Yeah, Cesaro does them. They just look fun, you know. They're just like impactful. They look like. Do any bad wrestlers do European uppercuts? I feel I like people have one, like it's like everyone was doing like the Kenny Omega knee for a while, but no one really does the European. Maybe are, are European uppercuts hard to do? They look fun. <laughs> Can only Europeans do them? No. Daniel Bryan. Well, is someone from the great state of Washington uh, a European? Is that technically Europe these days? I don't know. I don't know. Um, you should consult your queen I, and ask her. Why don't you consult your queen? Next question. <laughs> okay, Oren. What is it? <laughs> <laughs> Oren has, has sucks as queen, which is a new revelation. What do you... <laughs> we, uh, let's, oh, let's move on. I don't, want to, I don't want to deal with the ramifications of that. <laughs> Our next question comes from Twitter. Yay. If you want to send us a question on Twitter, add us at Wrestling On Air. Use the Ask WOA mm. hashtag. This question comes from Justin. Justin asks, I respectfully disagree with Orin about something. <gasps> I think everyone who works at a library is a librarian. <laughs> In any case, Alicia Fox told those librarians that she lost her sight for three years in high school. <laughs> Which other wrestlers have been low key blind and Wait, for how, how long? Also, just a, I thought how how many years is high school? Like three years, like yeah, three, three or four, or four years. years. Okay, so it depends from, on where you go to high school. Wow. Also, Oren, I'm with Justin on this. I think everyone who works at a library, a library, a library, everyone who works in the the kingdom of Libraria is a librarian. And okay. Proof, Prove me wrong. I, the, I will say this, as I have worked in libraries at various capacities that are not librarian, mm-hmm. and the li- actual librarians f- seem very protective over their title because it is because it is one that they earned through education and degrees. And if you call yourself a librarian and you do not have degrees in things like library science, then you are not a librarian. So, Justin, shut the fuck up. If you're just if you're just strolling around a library and you're wearing a badge or a name tag or something, and regardless of what your fucking capacity is, I'm going to walk up to you and say, "Hey, motherfucker, find me a book," and you're going to do it, and that makes you you're a librarian. Kicked out. You're I'm not going to get kicked out. I'm not going to get yeah, kicked out. Yeah, because you're it's, you're cussing I'm not going to get kicked out. You can't I'm be not, that okay. loud. I won't see. I won't. I won't be loud, and I won't say motherfucker. I'll say, "Excuse me, miss," and I'll put an emphasis on miss when I ask, and I'll say, "Can you help me find a book?" 
And then I would point you towards the desk and I would say, they can help you over there. And I'd grab your arm and I'd say, no, I need it now. And now you're going to jail. Now you're going to jail. I'm not going to jail. You are out of control, mister. And uh, you got to get the hell out of here is what what happened. Look. (laughs) They put you in library jail, which is in between the stacks of Here's the thing. Guess what, guys? Library is already technical. A library is already technically a jail. So I can't go to jail because that's double (laughs) jeopardy. Books? A jail for knowledge? Like, is it's it just a... a jail. It's a government-run facility, so that means it's a jail. <laughs> so I, can't... <laughs> so I can't go to I can't go to jail if I do something in a library. There, there, there's private libraries. There's private, yeah. The, not all, <sighs> not all governments run libraries. Mm-hmm. Look, I'm not going to jail. Just find me the book. When's When's the last time you went to a library, Tom? Uh, a couple of months ago. What'd you do? I went to, I did whatever, when I, when I go to any library, I go to the graphic novel section, and hey, here's, hey, here's <laughs> the thing, listeners. If you go to the graphic novel section of a library, you might find some of the more recent graphic novels, they'll have um, codes in the back for you to get a digital version of that, <laughs> of that book. Oh my god. <laughs> a lot of the time, those, shut, shut up, a lot of the time, those codes haven't been used. So you just have to lift up the sticker, take a picture of your phone, because uh, that's not illegal. That's not illegal. Take a picture of it with your phone. Punch in that code when you get home on whatever your comics reading app is. You got a free graphic novel, baby. And what are you going to do about it? Go to prison? Not happening. Not happening. You could also wow. do that trick with. Um, you don't really have them anymore, but they used to be like uh, like used DVD and Blu-ray stores, and they'd have they'd have like the uh, the the boxes on the shelves. And sometimes they'd have like you know the 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 digital code pamphlets in there as well, but they wouldn't have the discs. So this you can't like just steal like you know the box. So you just take a picture of that pamphlet with the code on it. You get yourself a free film right there, baby. Um, so these are just some good sh- tips for the listeners. You should go to jail. I shouldn't yeah. go to jail. I, I, I shouldn't go to, be to jail. Associated with you. Anyway. <laughs> this is good tips. This is good tips, listeners. You, let, let's let's I, count down the things Tom has has said on this podcast. He <laughs> mixed fruit punch and Pepsi or what the fuck ever. Mm, he, delicious. He is yelled at a librarian. I have not <laughs> yelled at a librarian because I don't need to because you they are ins- all very helpful. You've insinuated that you you would insin you have insinuated that you would grab I a librarian if I didn't receive the service that I'm owed. <laughs> 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 I, would, I would yell at and grab and then also yell at again. <laughs> I'd librarian if I needed to. I just need that book. I need that book. Uh, but that's a good tip. Hey, listeners, try that out for yourselves and let me know how, how you get on. You'll probably do all right. Let's do another question. <laughs> okay. Our next question comes from Nightlife. Nightlife asks, what does the gang think of Kevin Thorne's Instagram? So I thought this, and there's a link if you listeners go to Instagram.com slash TheKevinFertig, F-E-R-T-I-G. Can I read his bio? Yes, you can. Yes, (laughs) Yes, you can. (laughs) TheKevinFertig. Kevin Fertig Realty. Former WWE superstar, now real estate Jedi with Remax Legends Group. Kevin Fertig Realty. Kevin Fertig Realtor at gmail.com. Hashtag the champ is home. And his avatar is, is him standing next to a for sale sign with Remax's logo on it and his name and phone number. And he is holding some sort of a belt. Yeah, I. Th- he is holding a belt, isn't he? Now, 
was he he was was he ever a champion in WWE? It says the belt. Yeah, Kevin Thorne. You don't remember the vampire? No, no, no. Kevin no but Thorne? was he was he was never a champion in WWE? Oh no! This is a custom belt. This is a custom Kevin Furtig realty belt. If you if you scroll down, you can see a picture of it. <laughs> the only oh, words on it are champ, champ and home. <laughs> it's very small. It's a very small belt. <laughs> it's it's not. It's a very small belt. Oh my goodness! I I like his Instagram because there's another one where he um. He talks about, I think he, like, one of his selling points is, like, you know, uh, think how cool your kids will think it is if your real estate agent uh, has his own WWE action figure as, like, a selling point for, like, <laughs> using his services. And I, I thought that was quite innovative for uh, oh, Big Kev. Man. Yeah. This is, he's in Indiana. God, Indiana looks like shit. Right? Yeah. India- man, what is going on in Indiana? It doesn't. If sound we like have any place. listeners out there in Indiana, please write to us or call and tell us what it's like being in Indiana. Oh, man. Like, as a kid, I thought Indiana was just, like, um, like, like just America. Like, like, the classic American suburbs. But now I don't know what it's about. I've, I've been to Indiana. I went to Bloomington, which is very, like, new town-ish. Like... Every everything is just kind of building up very symmetrically. Alright, well they probably have like a pizza hut though. Can't be there. Let's take another question. Our next question comes from Hamzan Castle. Hamzan Castle ass! Chris Jericho revealed that the first name he pitched using was Jack Action. <laughs> what characters would be a part of the Jack Action cinematic universe? Um, um Lance Storm. It's, yeah, actually, right? <laughs> that's basically the same thing. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, Matt, Matt, do you think Lance Storm like pitched his name first, and then Jericho was like, "Shit!" <laughs> like, how am I how am I going to top that? How do I how do I get better than that? That's yeah, can't top Lance Storm though. Um, yeah, that's that 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 answers that. Next question, please. Our next question comes from Insight of Land. Insight of Land asks. Which lower tier WWE wrestler would you repackage with a hype video set to the Kickboxer soundtrack? What would said video look like? So the Kickboxer soundtrack is very good for anyone who is. So I don't. What is the? What's the thing like the um like the storytelling rules of like um what's his fucking Dan Harmon uses it all the time where it's like all the different stages. And one of them is like you know you kind of like ascend to your heroic nature or whatever. Are you, are you talking about the hero's journey? Yeah, the hero's journey, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so there's like it's very the kickboxer soundtrack is very good for one bit of that where of the hero's journey where they, they they become themselves, you know. So basically, we need a wrestler who is capable of like you know self actualizing or becoming Super Saiyan. And I don't know that we have any right now. That's the tough thing. Um, who would who could have a different haircut? Who could become better than what they I are? would say Zack Ryder, but he's just so high he up. There is, right he's now. already like how? Why would you repackage Zack Ryder when he's because yeah, he's exactly. had the same character for like ten years and it's just been so successful <laughs> and it just it has worked so well. Yeah, just like uh, one height after another. Um, could we? Tim? I'm oh, sorry, no, Ryan? Tim. You yeah, I bet Tim has a good idea. Maybe Tim. this is how we get Johnny Gargano back on the right track. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, the kickbox. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of made for Johnny Gargano in a yeah, lot of ways. Yeah, like you know, he's 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 dire right now. I I can't stand the guy. So maybe repackaging him and doing that video would really really help it. We need a video of him like, and he's good at doing those like very 
what how do you describe Johnny Gargano's faces? Like his very like dramatic expressive. Expressive. Expressive <laughs> but in a way so you know when like actors act, like, you know, they're expressing an emotion, but you can tell mm-hmm. like there's like various layers of it. Whereas Johnny Gargano is just like one big It's just one. <laughs> just yeah. one big yeah, he, thick goes, layer. he goes through the third the third face, you know, like you usually like see actors go from like you know, just a soft face to like this this expressive face, but he just jumps straight to the end of the face you're supposed to be making. <laughs> he's, yeah, he's he's purified the acting process where like there's no stages. It's just like you know, happy, then you know, very dramatic, very you know, intense. Uh, so yeah. he'd be quite good for it, I think. Uh, Aaron, did you have do you have do you have one, Aaron? I uh, I don't know. I I was thinking <clears throat> of like Lana. Lana, oh. I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. The luscious like, Lana. Luscious Lana, um, just like sitting backstage or like just like coming out and just like, you know, becoming herself, you know? But mm-hmm. she's already got such a good theme of the saxophone music, and I would hate to I would hate to take that away from her. Do you think that there Do could you- be some sort of like a like a kickboxer remix of the saxophone song that was like, like a saxophone version? I can yeah, believe, like a, yeah, yeah, like a saxophone version of the kickboxer soundtrack. <laughs> what, what if we just what if we just played the, the kickboxer music, but just put the the saxophone over it, just as it is? <laughs> well, you know what? There's a very easy way to do that. Uh... <laughs> This is going to take a while. Actually, no, let's just move on. <laughs> There's not a very easy way to do that because it's going to take some searching. So, hey, let's let's do another question. Our next question comes from Scubby. Scubby ass. Dolph Ziggler is going to be doing stand-up in my city on 420. Should I go? Do you, do you like... Um... To laugh? Yes. Do you like to laugh? <laughs> <laughs> do you like to cry? Um... I would say go, but only if you can sneak in without paying. Yeah, uh, that's the important thing. It's not don't give him money. Yeah, yeah, give him money. Will Will Hot Young Briley be there, or any of Dolph Ziggler's mm. associates? Probably, you'd think so, right? I yeah, Scubby, you got to tell us where is this happening, and man, imagine <laughs> where is it happening? Where do you live? Where do you live personally? Like, if you live in a like, do you think Dolph Ziggler is brave enough if it's like a state where um, marijuana is legal that he'll actually have some on the stage, you know, to uh, to tie into the four twenty nature? Or do you think he's just going to do his usual uh-huh. set? He is in. Oh, I don't want to dox Scubby, um, but I mean, this is easy enough to look up on your own. Is that he will be in San Francisco on San uh, Francisco? Oh my god! Uh, and he will be performing with special guest Sarah Tiana, the roastest with the mostest. Mostest. <laughs> the roast queen. The roastest with the mostest. She's a she's a roaster. Oh um, no! Doff and his friends bring together Doff's. Oh, the the show is called Doff and his friends. Gross! Doff and, he doesn't uh, have friends. So, that okay, can't be that let me many. just read yeah. this. I, said, I, no, I, I did not know a roaster was gonna be there. Do not go. <laughs> they are so yeah, you're mean. You're gonna get absolutely <laughs> they are roasted. So mean. Why? Why are they allowed to be so mean? Why can't like? Why didn't? Why didn't someone call the police? It's outrageous. Actually, no, Scubby, go, but then call the police and get yeah, the roasters with them. Tell the, tell and be clear that there is a roaster in the building. <laughs> yeah, not just a Tim, not just a ro- not just a roaster, a roastus with the mostest. Yeah, which is a outrageous. Roast a roast. Yeah. Uh, a roast master. It's like the Osama bin Laden of roasters. <laughs> we have. Compromise to a permanent end. <laughs> <laughs> the roast master. 
Sarah Tiana is his roast battle nemesis. Is who? Oh. Is the, 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 the roastest. The roastest. She's... Sarah Tiana is his roast battle nemesis. Um, Dolph Ziggler's? So they're going to be yes. slinging some hot fire back and forth, is what yeah. you're saying. The end of their show is a fun-filled Q&A where fans can get the answers they didn't know they were looking oh, for. While the show awful. is normally just Sarah and Dolph, you never know who else is going to show up. Wrestlers have a knack for popping in and piling on. Gotta uh, the name of this venue is Piano Fight, which leads me to believe it is a piano bar. Yeah, um, that sounds all right. Maybe they'll play the piano. That'd be quite uh, good. Here's here's something funny to do: is you go into a piano bar and you you request "Piano Man." Mm. <laughs> they love That's a that. Classic. It's hilarious. Yeah. Ah, uh, let's take another question. Our next question comes from Sweet Baby RJ. Oh, a baby. Sweet Baby RJ. Yes. What other recipes are you looking forward to in the new WWE cookbook? Mm. Will anything top The Rock's favorite chocolate chip cookies? Actually, I, I do I do believe something will top The Rock's chocolate chip cookies. Because honestly, that, that was boring, right? The chocolate mm-hmm. chip cookies, it's just... Sure. But they're his favorite. But what they if, just we chocolate had, chip. What mm. if Daniel Bryan did Daniel Bryan's chocolate wood chip? cookies okay <laughs> i see what you're doing yeah that'd be pretty good well mm-hmm. so some examples that he gives are there's gonna be bailey's chicken huggets and degeneration eggs mm-hmm. well, that's cute <laughs> it's cute there's something, <laughs> something wrong with the eggs yeah I know. <laughs> man i i'm trying to who which which wrestlers which current wrestlers have lend themselves to appetizing cuisine? um well I think we all know the answer to this. Um, Fire and Desire love donuts. Yes. Oh, yes. Man. Um, if they don't have a Demandy's Donuts recipe, then they're missing something else. <laughs> they should just give the whole cookbook to Otis, right? Oh, like, ma- yes, they definitely should. He should at least have his own chapter. Yeah. But, but Oren, what about Mandy? I'm sorry, you cut out. I can't hear you. Okay, What's I'll Mandy? say it again for the listeners. Do you guys remember when Otis Dozovic was claiming that he was in a relationship with Mandy Rose? Yes. Yeah, I do. Yes, I will never yes. forget that. Yeah. That very, yeah. Is he not still doing that? He should still be doing that. I figured somebody had to talk with him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There was probably some words said backstage. Let's take another question. Our next question comes from Sharkasaur. Sharkasaur asks, which seven WWE wrestlers are all secretly siblings together? <laughs> uh... uh. <laughs> and then he adds, they themselves might not know all know they're related, which is a fun a fun twist to it. God. So this is this is fairly easy. You could just say, you know, anybody that looks like they they could have or should have been in the Wyatt family. Uh, mm. You know, you got you got Bray, you got Rowan, you got Harper. You have uh, mm-hmm. who's the big tall guy that people like? Uh, Strowman. Big tall guy. You got yeah. Strowman. Okay, yep. You have uh, uh-huh. Daniel Bryan. You have uh, we'll throw in uh, Chris Hero into that. Um, sure. <laughs> and we just need one Wait, more. Which what what who would be a sister? Who would be a sister? Oh, um, Mandy. Okay, no, that I'm not. Wouldn't, it wouldn't that's, be Mandy. That's not even funny Mandy. to joke about. 
I gotta tell you guys, <laughs> Never mind. I've been whispering Mandy into the microphone so much, and the listeners are gonna absolutely love it when they listen to this episode. The listeners <laughs> always love it when you whisper directly into the microphone. The listeners like it like to be acknowledged, and I'm the only one who acknowledges them, so that's why I'm the fan favourite. Uh, uh, the seventh is Stephanie McMahon. <laughs> the seventh is Stephanie McMahon. <laughs> What, oh, can here's it be the, like, oh, yep. Oh, no, sorry, go you go ahead. You, okay, no, well, no, I was going to ask, what if, okay, so let's make this McMahon siblings. And mm-hmm. which other, aside from Shane and Stephanie, would be also siblings of theirs? Gosh. Interesting. That is a good question. Oh, who has the look? So it's just someone who, that you know, that look, that kind of like smug kind mm-hmm. of look Cut. to them. Yeah. Um, Maybe it's had, tough, isn't it? Maybe, Maybe not necessarily smug. Um, Miz? Would Miz? Would y'all say Miz? Yes. Yeah. Miz, Miz, yeah. Miz, Miz is good. He's, he's been hanging out with his brother lately, yeah. Why am I thinking Liv Morgan? Why is that coming up in my head? <laughs> I can kind of see it. Yeah. The naughty little sister. Yeah. The naughty little sister. Trip Triple H is definitely in there. Alex Raleigh. Alex Riley. Oh man, the black sheep. Oh god. If Alex Riley and Miz are there, Michael Cole too, because they always seem like they could be really related to me. (laughs) Sure. (laughs) His his very first son from his first marriage. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, man. What a what a what a pack. Let's. I could manage one last question, but only one more question. Our final question comes from Exile Politics. Exile Politics ass. Why haven't the superstars of WWE discovered TikTok? Who will be the first current or former superstar to attain TikTok fame? Uh, TJP is clearly trying to, but it's not working. No, yeah, he's, he's he would have tried every social media platform. I I know about TikTok just to establish. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. And who told you about TikTok? My gosh, is she fourteen? My niece, who's like 14, and she showed me TikTok. I feel like I had to tell you about it one time in uh, in DMs. Oh, maybe you you did better. I just have some credit, you know, just a little bit of credit. You can have some credit, but I think she was the one who sat me down and, like, showed me, like, you know, the TikTok process. Oh, okay, okay. And I was very impressed, but it, it looks... Like, TikTok's still very intimidating, and I think most WWE superstars are just too old to get TikTok. Oh, they could never, they could never pull that off. Yeah, like they I have don't to... know. You don't know what? I, okay, like, do you know what TikTok is, Aaron? Yes. Yeah. Because because my cousin sat me down <laughs> and showed uh-huh. me TikTok. Uh-huh. It's good, isn't it? <laughs> yes. Um, I would say who is annoying, Lana. Oh, who right. likes attention, Lana? Lana would have a TikTok. Yeah. Um, Lana would be La- great because La- TikTok is mostly just about dunking on people. So Lana could like <laughs> upload a video of herself like lip syncing or doing a dance or something, and then all the other yeah. superstars could just like TikTok back at her and just fucking roast her, which I don't approve of. I don't approve of roasting, but it happens. It happens. Lana's social media game is very uh, like it's very hard to follow for me because she's so very transparently going through like guidelines of how to get people to like <laughs> you know uh, look at her posts and stuff, and mm-hmm. like so like if she's going live. She'll be like uh, asking questions, you know, wanting feedback and all that. But then she'll be like, not read a single one of them or anything while it's going. <laughs> and then she'll like do a post a, like a video, you know, and it's just like, hey, got a new picture on my account. Go look at it. 
It's like, <laughs> good lord. Do you feel disrespected as a fan, Tim? Do you feel like your time isn't being valued well, by I, Lana? I have sent some letters, but I haven't heard anything back yet. Um, I Keep assume, sending. Yeah, I guess I'm going to have to. Here's the thing, Tim. We live in a democracy. So, you know, eventually she's going to have to acknowledge you, and she's just going to have to fucking change her shit. It's just, it's just very, uh, very shallow and transparent. I, you know, I want legitimate... Uh, uh, g- give us a play-by-play of your life, Lana. Let's let's see some yeah. realness online. Give give us Delana's donuts. That's you know strive <laughs> strive for the pinnacle of social media interaction. You know, mm, yeah. shoot for the stars. Oh, I'm so tired, guys. I'm so tired. I'm sorry. Let's... Are you sleepy, Tom? You're sleepy. No, guy? I'm not. Are you I'm sucking not, your not... thumb, Tom? No, I'm not sleepy or sucking my thumb. I'm just fucking sick and tired of a lot of you. I need some time by myself. Okay. So please, let's finish this show. That was mean. Let's finish that was show. all very mean that you just said that. So I don't think it was yeah. mean. I, I I think it's healthy for people to take some time apart. Well, we hardly ever talk, so I okay. just seems well, a little mean. <laughs> all right. Well, it wasn't intended. He said his tolerance level. Yeah. <laughs> Oren, well, finish the show. You're the host, Oren. Oh, Fucking I'm take the host control. now. Yeah, I'm the, the host. I have to be the host now. <laughs> yeah, you're the host. You you insult us all and then make me clean up your work. Correct. Jeez. Well, Tom, if anyone after this brazen display wanted anything to do with you, <laughs> where would they go to do that? Twitter.com slash Tom Blog. Socks, what about you? If someone wanted to check out your stuff online, where would they the go? The one place. The one place. You can go to Twitter.com slash Socks Mahoney, and you can check out my tweets there, or you can go to Patreon.com oh my slash VGCC. <laughs> Where for $3 a month, we're doing our new actual play podcast called The Root, where we're playing The Sprawl, and it's a cyberpunk dystopia. I'm the driver. Oh my god. <laughs> Jesus, that was a new level. Tim? That's, that's only one week before. It's also on our feed for free a week later. Oh Tim, my god. I'm sorry you have to follow me. <laughs> Just find me in the fucking grave. You got a PayPal? Tim? You got a PayPal? Oh my goodness! Ugh. It's a new thing we're doing. All right, it's fun. Yeah. And Venmo, great. Venmo but... Tim at uh, Tim welcomed yeah, whatever. Venmo me five bucks for putting up with that shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, where can people find you? You can find me at Oranan on Twitter, or in the or in the grave with Tim. Yeah, we're, we're all sharing a grave. No, it's, yeah. Scorp- it's Scorpio's only grave. Nobody else oh. is allowed in. We're digging holes and uh, sucking souls or something. <laughs> 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 all right, that sounds good. Yay! Bye, guys. We did it. Yeah. Hey, listeners, thanks. Thanks to you, the listeners, as well. The listeners, we thank look- you. <laughs> Uh, listeners, thank you. Listeners, thank you. Listeners, <laughs> the, thank you. Our podcast is going to end with us like begging, <laughs> begging the listeners to listen to yeah. us. Thank them. No, listen, listen. Thank you. Li- thank you. Listeners, thank you. Listeners. Thank All you. right, bye. I'm here to stop now. Bye.
need to get warmed up, guys. Let's uh, let's uh. Mm, yeah, you sound a little, you sound, sound a little bit gravelly. Yeah, too, I don't, I don't know bad. why. I guess I've been uh, smoking too many stogies with my boys. <laughs> it sounds like a dusty road over there. Tell me something, girl. (laughs) (laughs) 